0: are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heatherly Holt.
1: Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with musicians and artists from Chattanooga and the surrounding areas. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at heatherleeholt.com. At OpenMicspotlight.com, H E A T H E R L E I G H H O L T at openmicespotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have Gino Finelli here. Hi, how are you?
2: How are you doing today?
1: Good. (laughs) Let's go ahead and start out with a song. Okay. What are you going to play for us?
2: I'm going to do a song by the great Italian Nolans player, Louis Prima. He did songs like Just a Gigolo and Buona Sera and Oh Marie. But he did one in a movie, the movie Jungle Book. King Louie, he was the orangutan, that was the voice. And he <laughs> did a song called I Want to Be Like You.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like you, oh, yeah. Bar-ba-de-zay. I'm the king of the swingers, barn Jungle VIP I reached the job I had a stop That was haunt me I wanna be a man, man cub. oh Stroll right in the town, oh yeah And be just like the other man Stop this monkey round, ooby doo I wanna be like you, oh, oh, oh I want to walk like you, talk like you, too. Yeah. Oh, can't you see? And they like me, oh, yeah. can't be just like a human, too. Oh, yeah, now here you gonna like go Lip sabata, rip a tub, it is ae. Dabab, suba dava gonna. Ba, ba, zo, 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 yeah. I wanna be like you, oh 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 oh. I wanna walk like you, talk like you, too. Yeah, can't you see? Ain't like me, oh yeah. Hey. Can't be just like a human, too, nah. Don't try to kill me, man cover. I made a deal with you. Where I desire the man's red fire, make my dreams come true. Show me the secret, man come out oh, clue me what to do. Oh yeah, give me the power, man's red power, so I can be like you. booby doo, I wanna be like you. How 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 how. I wanna walk. Like Can be just like a human, too.
2: Can be just
0: like a human, too. How, 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 Can be just like a human, too.
1: Yeah. Lovely. That's so fun. How do you get a good response from that song?
2: Yeah, it goes over pretty good. It's, uh, the fun ones always go over good.
1: Of course.
2: Yeah, the stuff that makes people smile and laugh.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about where you're from.
2: Detroit, Michigan. Just on the outskirts, basically. I lived in basically the Royal Oak area, Ferndale area, which is kind of like, you guys North Shore compared to the downtown. So I grew up there my whole life doing music since I was a kid.
1: And then when did you move away?
2: August 1st will be two years.
1: From Michigan to Chattanooga. What brought <laughs> you here?
2: My girl, Julie. I've known her for 25 years. I was on my way to New Orleans. I was talking with her on Facebook, the face based thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, You're crazy if you don't come visit Chattanooga.
1: Because it's so beautiful. Well,
2: you know, I didn't know. I've been through it before traveling many years ago, 20 something years ago, touring. I was like, Chattanooga? I'm like, Why not? Worst case scenario, we don't get along. I go back on my way, you know. I never made it to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Six months later, I moved here. Yeah, we kind of hit it off so well. I love Chattanooga. Mm
1: -hmm. This is
2: my favorite part of the country.
1: What's your favorite part of Chattanooga?
2: I love the downtown. It's great. It's awesome to walk around down there, and so much is going on. But I love everything surrounding Chattanooga, too. I mean, anywhere you go is... I stumble across waterfalls... Me and Julie get in the car and just go drive, and we just find cool stuff all over the place.
1: Yeah. It really is nestled in between so many awesome things, like the Ocoee. It was only an hour and a half away. And yeah,
2: it... I mean, on lookout, you know, the first time I went and seen the guys hang glide, you know, 10 feet to the lefty, these guys take off a mountain, and I was just like, I was blown. First time I went to Rock City, I was blown away, you know. And you can go down that mountain, like, real far.
1: Mm-hmm. We
2: went down to Mentone, I think it's called. There's just so much to see. Oh, yeah. Again, I get 30 visitors a year because we're the halfway point to everywhere.
1: I love it.
2: (laughs) That's why we got two pull-out beds in the back bedroom now.
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. This is a good tourist city. It it always has been, you know? Well, let's do another song. You want to do one of yours?
2: Yeah, okay. I can do one of mine. This is a song called Maybe Just Maybe. It's about being this close. So Here we go. (laughs)
0: This is your face Could it be my eyes? Sweet embrace now Maybe it's the way You say my name Or oh, maybe, just maybe ooh, yeah. Could it be the way your hair Falls on down Could it be my heart When you're around Maybe it's the way you smile at me Oh, maybe, just maybe, oh yeah The way your lips part To drink your wine The soft grace to the end of time One day you're gonna be free now Oh, maybe just maybe Could it be your soft in gentle voice Could it be the sounds you sing a choice Maybe it's a way you might love me Oh, maybe just maybe, Ooh, yeah Bo-bo-bo-ze. Oh yeah, Was oh, yeah. Oh,
2: maybe just maybe now,
0: Was Oh yeah. Oh, oh, boy, boy, yeah Oh, baby, just me tonight The way your lips part To drink your wine to soft caress to the end of time One day you're gonna be free now Oh, maybe, just maybe, oh
2: yeah
0: Could it be your sound in of voice Could it be the sound You sing a short now Maybe it's the way You say my name Oh, maybe, just maybe, oh yeah Maybe it's the way you might love me, ooh, maybe, Ba-ba-ba-say, o zo
2: zo
1: So beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Such a classic sound you have. Oh, thanks,
2: thanks. thanks. Yeah i jump around from everything from like the 1920s through the 50s styles of jazz. Yeah. But not so much bebop, all melody of jazz. It's, I grew up on that, that, that stuff from an early age. I mean, I had a lot of kind of music in my household. My one brother would listen to Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. And my older brother would listen to Lou Rawls and Ohio Players. My mom listened to everything. You know, of course, Frank and Dean and Louie were favorites. I always heard that in my household. My mom is the one that turned me on to Hank Williams little Italian lady listening to Hank what was pretty funny.
1: What sparked you to do music like you do?
2: You know, when I was younger, I did rock and roll, of course, like, you know, everybody. And then I got into just started getting older stuff. And I started off doing a lot of... I toured doing rockabilly. I was, you know, 18, 19 years old. It was a little three-piece underage guys touring and doing a lot of stupid things. <laughs> How not to tour, you know what I mean? Well,
1: I mean, when you're 18 and doing... Adult things, like touring.
2: Yeah. It's, <laughs>
1: things kind of go awry.
2: Yeah. You know, and then I got into Western swing, and then I, you know, I was always listening to, to Dean Martin, Frank, Louis Prima, Louis Armstrong. So it's just
1: what you were drawn to.
2: It was just more natural. Even when I did a rockabilly stuff, I didn't use a fake Southern voice or any of that stuff. I, it just wasn't me. But I was always drawn to, especially Louis Armstrong to me, he was my...
1: Yeah, you kind of sound like Louis. Louis.
2: Uh, well, thank you. I'll take that as <laughs> a He's not like an acrobat singer like Ella Fitzgerald was, you know. But he was a stylist
1: mm-hmm.
2: that had his own sound. But he still sang in key and all that, even with that voice, that gravelly voice. It was
1: a style that worked, too, because of his personality, I feel like.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it.
1: You know? mm-hmm. So you basically have been doing music your whole life
2: i think the first time i played on stage i was 14 or 15.
1: what stage was that
2: i started playing some vfw halls and stuff when i was 15 i would sit in with some bands i remember (laughs) playing this place called the buckboard lounge in detroit michigan and it was a country biker bar in the middle of detroit so you know it was a tough place (laughs) you know it was all steel mill workers too the guys who foundry guys, you know, pouring the big steel, all big guys in there.
1: You don't want to mess with them. Oh, I
2: walked in there. I was scared. I was a young kid, you know what I mean? I just looked at the floor and walked down my guitar and walked to the stage.
1: Tell me where to go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy scared me, you know what uh-huh. I mean? I,
1: Did you have someone, like, guiding you through your growing up in music?
2: I mean, I had people I envied and watch them play and and things like that. Uh, I've been a self-taught player I mean, I, I learned the really hard way. I don't suggest to do this ever, but now there, there's computers. Back then, I would take a record, and uh, I would slow it down, and I'd learn it slowly, the notes, you know, like... <laughs> I'd learn the notes, and then I would just speed the record up and go up a full step.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: It was a hard way to learn.
1: But you having to do that trains your ear, too.
2: It does. It absolutely does.
1: It's definitely the hard way, but I feel like you get a lot out of it, too.
2: Well, the hardest part about it back then, too, was even actually finding the music.
1: Yeah. It, it wasn't w- accessible. It you had wasn't. You find in record stores. and.
2: I remember when I was doing Rockabilly back in the days to find a Pat Cup record. I drove all the way down south.
1: Wow. The guy
2: had it. He had the records, and he'd make me a cassette. But you had to become friends with this person first that you didn't ever met before. Oh, my goodness. Over the phone. And you'd create a relationship first, you know, because these were rare records. So you became good friends with somebody, and then they would record all the records on a cassette. So I had a car full of cassettes. <laughs> I mean, but it's just really weird, you know, when I look back at it all, like, like how you acquired these things. It was like a hunt. Yeah. It was like a treasure hunt. Uh-huh. And you would hear about a guy like this guy. Yeah, this guy's got all these rare records down in Memphis, you know. and,
1: and okay, Well, road trip. That right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's funny
1: you so know. you were throwing down these records and learning and that's how you pretty much learned everything on guitar yeah you didn't have anyone helping you at all
2: there's a few famous people that i would hang out with like johnny powers mm-hmm. uh, he was a sun recording artist from detroit mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever heard of the great jack scott he did Burning Bridges, What in the World's Come Over You. Oh,
1: okay.
2: All the, he had more top ten hits than the Beatles. Yeah. He was out of Hazel Park, Michigan. God, would go watch him play and hang out and talk to him. And, yeah. and Eddie Jackson was like an in-law of mine. So he did a rock and roll baby. A rock and roll baby of mine. Uh. And he was kind of like that before Rockabilly hit. He was a mixture of Western Swing and Rockabilly. Mm-hmm. So he hit his own sound, but... When I was hanging out with Eddie, he, he had a bad ear. So the whole band would have to be to the right of him. And <laughs> he's quite a character. He, he always carried a blackberry brandy in his boot. Uh, and he'd make us do a sip of it before he played. I told him, I'm like, Eddie, I can't stand that cheap blackberry brandy. It's nasty, you know. It was warm, you know. I mean,
1: it's it's like, been in your boot. Yeah,
2: you know. But he was a character. And then, of course, when I got into jazz, I... I would hang out with guys like the great Wendell Harrison, uh, Wendell Harrison and Marcus Belgrave, and those guys out of Detroit. You know, they they changed, they helped change the face of jazz in the 70s. These were some monster cats, you know. And Dwight Adams, who plays with Stevie Wonder and all those guys. Yeah, so yeah, that's
1: amazing that you had those people like at your fingertips and hanging out with them.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, they played with me too. You know, uh, when I got actually. Wendell was a great sax, or he is a great sax player and clarinet, but he plays clarinet his own way. Mm -hmm. It's not like anything you ever heard. I mean, he's, you know, he does it different. And then also I uh, had a great Pee-wee, Jack Pee-wee Matisse, who was an incredible uh, clarinet player. In fact, uh, Benny Goodman seen him on a riverboat and loved him so much he gave him one of his clarinets. Yeah, Pee-wee had a Jeweled B clarinet, you know. They're cool cats, you know what I mean? Uh, I love Jack, but he was kind of a pain, you know what I mean? But these are things you deal with with artists. You know, artists can be very temperamental or or you need kid gloves. You know, each one's different, you know. And and including me, you know what I mean? I, I try to be easygoing, especially as a band leader and stuff. I try to be, I don't tell guys what to play. I got a couple rules, you know. Don't be late's my biggest one. Don't look like a soup sandwich or be drunk on a bandstand. This is Mm -hmm. simple things, you know.
1: Let's do another song. You want to do another cover?
2: Here's an old classic Nolens piece. Uh, what is it called? Oh yeah, Up a Lazy River.
0: a little glass of wine in the dark mine Oh yeah you gonna roll down the river with me darling Oh yeah bo do Yeah Up a lazy river Old Melron Lazy, lazy river New day sun in the shade, kind of tread now. <trying> oh, the lazy river, rock and song. It's brand new morning. We roll along. Blue skies up above. Everyone's in love. The lazy river, happy we can be. Oh, there's a river with me Baba ba up Bobby-bo-zai do Oh, yeah, nah. Oh, there's a river rav but he's yeah. All them blue skies They're gonna shine above, darling We're gonna be in love Down the lazy river with me darling, baby. Oh, yeah
1: la, 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 la,
0: la, la. Oh, lazy river Oh, Melron The lazy, lazy river Noonday sun finger in the shade kind of tree now oh you wanna throw the trouble yeah lazy 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 lazy, lazy river song meets a brand new morning oh roll on blue skies up above everyone's in love a lazy river with me yeah the lazy river with me, or oh, lazy river with me.
1: Well, so good,
2: <laughs> thank you very much. Thank yeah.
1: you. Yeah. So, you are a full time musician, yes, ma'am, and you were telling me that you tour two weeks on and then a little bit off and then two weeks on. Yeah, yeah. What are some of your favorite places that you like to go to? Um,
2: I, well, I go back to Detroit. still. So I still play there because I still get called. Usually I'll go through Detroit because I, I get called for a private party. I get some big, fat money, and then I just tour around it, and I'll do like Indiana, Ohio, and that, that area. Uh, I still love going back to Detroit because...
1: Because it's your home. Yeah,
2: and, yeah, exactly. My friends and family are there. And, but they're also doing so much there now. It's changing so much. Even since I left, I, some areas I don't even recognize anymore.
1: For the better, it's
2: yeah, they're, coming back. It's coming back. I mean, there's like 150 restaurants that opened up since I left. Wow. In two years.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I also love the Bluffton, Savannah, Charleston, Hilton Head area. I do that a lot, too one of my new favorites is i went as tour support with some buddies of mine called the coffin cat they travel all over the world they do a psychability kind of thing
1: i've never heard of that
2: yeah it's kind of like they mix punk rock and rockabilly together yeah but he sings he doesn't scream you know he sings the vocals and they asked me to do tour support and i was like you know vic is the leader of the band and and uh i said i don't know vic you know i don't want nobody throwing bottles. The first bottle hits me, I'm going home. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) And it turned out that the people were so, I I had such a great response and I traveled all through Texas with those guys. We're gone for, I think just two weeks through Texas alone. And I had a blast and Texas people are great. They treated me so well, you know. um, What
1: was your favorite spot in Texas?
2: It's hard to say. Uh, Austin? Austin was great. You know, San Antonio was great. They got a place called the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and, I, man, I enjoyed that so much.
1: San Antonio is beautiful. Yeah,
2: and I had my first coffee can nacho there. You ever hear that? <laughs> I wasn't going to eat. Me and the boys were at the restaurant, and I was having a cocktail. I'm like, I'm just watching the river, you know, those little boats that go down the river there. And Tommy got this nacho thing they brought, it. it was a coffee can. And what they do is they layer everything in the coffee can. And then they lift the coffee can up when they cook it, after they cook it. You got this tower of nachos. Wow. I'm like, I'll have one of those. And <laughs> I wasn't even that so hungry, delicious.
1: but I I had, to,
2: I had to get it. So, But, you know, there's so many great places in Texas. Uh, Corpus Christi, I had a great time at. Laredo. Laredo, you're basically in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But they were so kind and so good to me and treated me so well there. I, I just had fun. And every place in Texas is so big, so... Each city is a lot different than each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're so far apart.
1: So when you go on the road, do you take a band or do you go go by yourself usually? I do both. Mm -hmm.
2: I have a band out of Detroit, a couple guys that I use called the Jalopy Brothers. One of the best trumpet players in Michigan and one of the best upright bass players there. And they'll go on the road with me sometimes. And then sometimes I'll use guys in the towns I go to. It all depends.
1: So how do you find those guys?
2: Well... It takes a while because you gotta meet people in that cities that you're playing. You gotta play a few times. I usually will go in these cities solo for a couple times, kind of like what we're doing right here. Yeah. And then I get to meet guys and meet horn players and bass players. And then I get numbers and I give them a call. Sometimes I blind call them and say, hey, my name is Gino Finelli. I'm coming through town. I heard that you're, let's say, play upright bass, and I think you'd fit in great can you please call me back? You know, yeah. I could sure use the help. And usually people call you back, you know what I mean? A couple times they haven't, but...
1: Well, people like gigs, especially if you're setting them up.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do another song. What do you want to play? I'll
2: do an up-tempo one. This is a song called My Gal. If you look on YouTube, you can see the Jalopy Brothers playing with me. We played in this beautiful library from 1900. And it's supposed to be haunted and stuff. And they did this great backdrop they did a really cool video of us doing this song this song i wrote a while back it's called my Girl. it's about paying for your girl's drinking habit (laughs) but you know it's 2017 a lot of girls pay for the guys now (laughs) i've been on both sides of the coin and i like the later one (laughs) (laughs) i like free drinks like anybody else (laughs) all right here we go
0: My gay, she done ruined on me, babe. Oh, my gay, I'll never leave no son My gay, oh, drinks for free, babe. Oh, that gay, she can drink like three now. It don't matter if it's B or Y, O, oh, babe. Fine, heart let go, yeah It's always on my dime, my game Ooh, I'll never leave, oh, away yeah. Oh my game She the rune of me Oh, she the ruin of me now, yeah Ba-ba-dee-ba-doo-zoom do ba 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 dee ba dee ba da ba ba What's that, you want a pint? A quart? Uh-oh. Padron. Do I look like I made a money, baby? How about that stuff I made in the basement, baby? But oh, that ain't good enough for you, now. Oh you want the champagne? Oh, whatever you want, darling. I love you so much, whatever you want. My gay, she don't run on me, babe. Oh my gay. I'll never leave. Oh yeah. My gay oh, drinks for free, babe. Oh that game drinks more than me. Is that possible? It don't matter if it's be a wine, oh, baby Fine heart leg, oh, yeah. It's always on oh, my dime, my gay. Oh, I never leave over these days. Oh, my gay. She don't ruin her, me, oh, yeah. oh, my gay. I'll never leave. Oh, my gay. I'll never leave ooh, but easy, ooh, but easy. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: It's so fun, it's catchy
2: Oh good, good, good
1: Smiling the whole time <laughs> So, you know Lon? Oh Is yeah, Lon's a great guy did you, did you meet him after you moved to town?
2: Yeah, probably like uh, not long ago, really. I kept hearing about him. I don't know if he kept hearing about me or not.
1: Probably because you have similar styles.
2: Yeah, we're different, but it's the same genre, you know. He kind of does more like the blues yeah. side of it. And he's a great, great player, a great singer. I I, I respect him very much. There's a thing I'm doing, me and Julie are doing now. Uh, every couple months, we're doing a uh, appreciation party in our backyard. Mm-hmm. I'll do this old-time backdrop. And I'll invite a guest, and we play song for song, and then we set up twenty chairs, and me and Julie put food and beer and wine out, and it's just for people to come and hang out and yeah. and enjoy a backyard listening party. So Lon's the first one. I call him up, and we call him and said, "Would you like to do this? You know, uh-huh. it's, it's no pay, but you know, you have food and drinks and."
1: Have you done it already?
2: It was great. We had probably about 20 people there. Twenty. Oh. It was cool, you know what I mean? And, and Lon played great. It was great to hang with him on that kind of level. You know, it was no pressure. And he'd do a song and then i do a song. And we just go back and forth.
1: So I would imagine for you that it, it's great to see the younger, I mean, he's not very young, we're the same age, but like, you know, yeah. the younger folks still keeping the style alive. I
2: love seeing anybody younger than me doing it because I'm 49 years old. I'm, 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 on my antique motorcycle rank, that third turn into 50. But, but at the
1: uh, same time, it's a style that's not going to go away.
2: It's timeless. I've said it before. You can walk in a restaurant or a store or anything, and you'll see Louis Armstrong. You, yeah. you hear him come on, look around the room next time, and everybody's smiling. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing is timeless. Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, Louis Jordan, all that music's timeless because it was well-written music. A lot of them are joke-around songs, but the, you can tell they're well-written. They're mm-hmm. not uh, just thrown together. But there's also new music that's becoming timeless, too, you
1: know? So when you're not touring or writing music or promoting your music, what do you like to do that's not music-related?
2: I, I I love uh, vintage and antique motorcycles. I like old cars, too. But I I don't do old cars in quite some time because they take up a lot of room. But I've built a lot of vintage motorcycles, I like to do that because um, it's not music related. We're selling all those different things because we want to get a trailer for touring.
1: Let's do another song. Okay. What are you going to play?
2: Well, you know, we were talking about Louis Armstrong. I think I want to play his most famous song, What a Wonderful World.
0: I see trees green red roses too. I see them blue for me and I think to myself what a wonderful way I see skies out the white bright blessed deep the dark sacred night and I think to myself what a wonderful way the colors of the rainbow so pretty in the sky also on the faces of the people walking by I see friends shaking hands and how do you do? The will really is saying I love you I see babies cry I watch them grow the Mo. And I think to myself what a wonderful way. Oh, way. Yes, I think to myself ooh, what a wonderful
1: So nice. Thank you. Thank you. And so much in the style that he did it too. (laughs) Thank you. Love it. Well, before you go. Yes, ma'am. I want to hear one more song. And before that, if you could give some advice to some aspiring musicians or musicians on tour or musicians that, you know, just need a little boost to keep going, what would it be?
2: Well, the best piece of advice I get to especially younger musicians are especially in the jazz world. Don't. Be so serious. Remember to have fun. That's why you originally got into it. It's it's about having fun. I mean, you want to be serious about your craft. I I understand that. But if you take it too seriously, you're going to miss out on the fun parts of why you're doing this. And don't be discouraged no matter what. Don't don't let anybody tell you your feelings and how you feel about your craft. And and if you want to be a full-time musician, don't ever let anybody stop you from it. Everybody's gonna have opinions. Even my parents, when I first went, when I went full time, they were kind of against it. But now, this many years later, it's it's who I am. But like I said, the best the best advice I would say is just just have fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Enjoy it.
2: Enjoy it because time flies by.
1: Mm-hmm. And I also think that if you're enjoying it. People are enjoying it a lot more, too.
2: Mm -hmm. If you have
1: fun with it, people are able to have fun with it more. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad that you're here in Chattanooga.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me today, too. I really appreciate it.
1: It's so nice to have such amazing musicians in this town like you.
2: And I have to say thank you for doing what you do. You don't have to do this. And it's very cool that you go out of your way in your day to record all these musicians and... Everyone should go to your site and, and see how many people you recorded. So that's a lot of work that you've put into this. I really appreciate it, and I just yeah. wanted to
1: thank you for it. Well, thank you for saying that. It's a lot of work, but, you know, I enjoy it just as much as I enjoy playing music. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's nice to hear all of the amazing musicians we have in this town and beyond and have conversations and hear yeah. everyone's perspective on it.
2: Sure, sure. It's cool.
1: But it's fun. We're,
2: all these people are in Chattanooga.
1: yeah it's crazy. <laughs> Who knew And they, there's so many more yeah. that I'm just finding out about which sure is, sure. I never would have had it not been this podcast yeah know? so really enjoy it. Yeah, so let's do another song.
2: Okay um,
1: what are you gonna end with today?
2: I think I'm going to end with the fun number here. Let's do Mac the Knife. A lot of Italians like this song, you know what I mean? The Italians love it. You heard of funerals and weddings and all that
1: yeah. stuff. So. <laughs>
0: Shark, hey, such teeth there, and he showed them the white now. Just a jackknife, has my keep, babe, and he keeps it ooh, out of sight, yeah. Oh, that shark bites with his teeth there, scarlet below. That does spray Fancy gloves Oh, hey, it's Maggie, babe So there's never, never, never A trace of oh, red, or yeah Sunday morning On the sidewalk Lies a body Just the oozing light Someone sneaking Round the corner. Good, that's someone, you know, that someone be Mac the Knife yeah Or oh, there's a tugboat down. down by the river, don't you know With this cement, babe, just a drooping on down on that cement, babe, just fall the way down Five will get you ten, you know that five will get you ten. Oh, Mac is back in town Did you hear about Louis Miller? It is a pee, babe after drawing out all his heart again, now my kid, babe spent like a sailor. Could it be a boy? You know, you know he done something rash, oh yeah. Oh Jenny Diver, Sue Middle Mid the and old Lucy Brown for oh, the life forms on the rabbit line. Now that Mackie, Mackie You know he's back in town Get in the front of the car Not the back You know what I'm talking about Ba-ba-dee-ba-dee-say baba ba ba dee ba Doodly-ba-ba-dee-day ba dee ba ba Za-za-za Ba-ba-ba-dee Doodly-ba-ba-dee-day ba 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 Oh, Jenny Diver Sui Tari Middle-aged lanyard, old Lucy Brown, holding life phones on the rabbit Now that Maggie, oh yeah, Maggie, Maggie in town. Look at old Maggie's back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and one last thing: where can everyone find your music?
2: Uh, Reverb Nation. Okay. Uh, it's a site you can see videos and songs and tour dates and all that stuff. And also, you know, Facebook would be under, uh, Gino Finelli Music, both of them. You can get it on there and we're working on Bandzoogle where you'll be able to buy all my old recordings. I had a Django Reinhardt band years ago. See jazz, uh, Western swing stuff, even some classical guitar I did. Uh, we're gonna put all that stuff yeah. on Bandzoogle and the, Mm t-shirts all those kind of things
1: thank you thank you so much if you enjoyed listening to this podcast please leave a rating or review we love feedback also please subscribe on the itunes podcast app or at www.openmicspotlight.com